This podcast production is done by Acute Media. Welcome to another episode of Jengana Podcast. Today in conversation I'm with Victor Nikal, an architect by profession and um, your host Steve and welcome. Today uh, we'll delve into a lot of what has been happening over the few weeks and months since the corona hit us and also conversations about our lives and what we think about in our daily lives and just normal conversations with our friends. So welcome Victor. Thank you Steve for the invite. Uh, it's been a while since we Yeah, we did sat down to discuss these things, eh? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um it appears things are slowly uh, at least business is slowly going back to normal. Although people are still, you know, practicing social distancing, working from home, but business-wise, I think you know people have realized that, you know, it's it's time we get back to what we were doing before, you know, because life has to go on. Life, life, life has stopped for for the corona cases, and because of corona, a lot of things have, have happened. And also, it, it has become a time for us to just think of. I don't know. For for corona, it has brought everything to a standstill, and now we we have to re-strategize and come up with new moves to to avoid another pandemic. And also, since things are stopped. You know, you can count how many things have been going on wrong or right, and now it's like you have to start afresh. Mm. So I'm feeling like many people are starting afresh, mm. and it's a good thing. So maybe just something about something I read on Twitter. There's a the there's a the world's biggest church. Uh, I'm sorry if we start with the religion today. You know, <laughs> it. Mm. it has a capacity of 120,000 people. Mm. Wait, which church is this? It is in Nigeria. Had <laughs> <laughs> to be in Africa. It's called Hand of God Cathedral. Mm. It's big. Even the second world biggest church is in Nigeria, is in Abuja. So me, I wonder about religion. You know, religion, religion is something very, very sensitive to most people. People don't like to talk about religion. They'd rather talk about politics. But why why is it that most of our politicians are Christians or are religious? They are Christians or they'll be in a white Muslim Because attire. Why do why do politicians as, associate themselves with religion? religion? It's because you're more trustworthy if you align yourself with the religious group. You see people in religious groups there's a way that they expected to behave and uh, there's a certain code amongst like say Christians or amongst Muslims that you know a Muslim they believe that you know they're not supposed to do certain things so you think politicians go all the way to think like that i think religion and politics i think politicians go to churches because of their votes i don't think they do it uh, consciously i think they're used to they're used to being uh, in a way that is acceptable to to people 
to being perceived in a manner that is acceptable to the general public. So I think most of it is actually subconscious. So they don't go out and plan the way now I'm going to be going to churches so that people support me. But I think that played out a lot in our last politics. Uh, in our last uh, elections, they are not politics. I think in our last elections, there was so much about religion and some candidates are not from a church of this type of vote and what. Never much, I think, as politicians, politicians use religion to 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 get votes. And people who, who are so much into religion, uh, I don't know, me, sometimes when you talk about religion, you know, it's... It's something that you can say and it might offend people, but God is not in religion. What? <laughs> Maybe God is everywhere. God is everywhere. And you don't have to, to be of a certain fellowship for you to believe there is God. Even the worst mm. criminals, they believe there is God. Okay, yes, it's true. You can say God is everywhere, but you have to have like a foundation of saying how do we interact with God? Um, where do we come from? How did we come to being? And where does God play in, in all of this? And everyone has their own way in which, you know, their own system of beliefs. And that's what now you start to call uh, a particular religion or a particular faction you see so whether christian muslim there has to be some kind of history defining the, your beliefs you just can't the, believe out of nothing you know? so so mm. is there superiority in mm. in i think churches churches are part of a religion yeah so you can say mm. churches are part of christianity mm. so uh, some time back there's a guy called billard Ka- billard kagia mm. i was reading much about him he started a church of his own he was one of the guys in the Kapenguria. Yeah. Kapenguria, how many? Kapenguria 6 or 7. Yeah, there's a church for Bilad Kagia. Mm. He was a former Maumau war veteran. Mm. He fought in the World War. Mm. Then he came to join Maumau. Mm. He was one of those hardcore people. Mm. So he started his own church. Since he said, oh, this, oh, I can try Bilad Kagia, start my own <laughs> church since I can. I don't know what he thought at that time. I think but his church has, his church has never been successful. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a following that people believe in. Eh? You have to have a people <laughs> believe in your church to be successful. You just can't wake up out of nowhere and say, I'm starting a church. And you just expect that it's going to be the next, you know, the next big group. Yeah. Mm. It was Bilal Kagia, Fred mm. Kubai, mm. Kungu Karumba. Those are heroes. Mm. Yeah. The guy started his own church and he didn't get a follow- fellowship as much. But for him also, I think Wait, he... After, was it after the whole political... Um, after after he left, yeah, after he left oh. the Kapenguria, oh. and then he came back, started his own church. He, but those, 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 that's what I, I, I came across in the week. So oh, it kept me wondering about religion and how people have used religion to 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 run countries and to to put people into fear and 
to limit people and to limit people's rights. You see, there are some rights that cross religion. But when you use a religion to to stop other rights from going on, it becomes something very hard. For, let's say, this week there's been a lot of protest, let's say, for George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. First of all, lives matter. I think that is the one fundamental right. It's even in law. Though the, the rights, I think the number one is life. Yeah. Everyone has a right to live. Once they've given birth to you, you have a right to live. So all lives matter. But now... We have we've come to a part in our society where we are talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm. Now, if we come even closer home, mm. we are talking about mm. police killings. Mm. Don't you think there is a problem when you've been given a, a job to be policing people? Mm. And policing people means a lot. I don't know what Google will, will tell us about mm. the definition of policing, mm. but Policing going to an extent of taking somebody's life, it's it's not okay. Yeah. Because lives yeah. matter. Even the, I think all lives matter. Even the worst of the worst person in this world. Mm. Yes, it's true. His life is something that he should be alive. Life is sacred. Yeah. And, uh, Yes, all all lives at the, at the end of the day yes all lives matter. But the reason why there's a black lives matter movement is because they are the ones who are victims in uh, in this whole thing. You see uh, let me think of an example. Like uh, even in the Bible eh, when, when Christ is <laughs> go to religion. Yeah, there are always stories <laughs> in the Bible that relate to current situations. Yeah, but you know, and Jesus was talking about the why he came back, and he talks about the the hundred sheep in the flock that he's uh, he's looking after, and he came back for the one that that is lost. You see, now you can't say when he's going for the one that is lost that the other ninety nine also matter. You see, the one that is afflicted is the one that you you look out for. Yeah. So yes, all lives matter, but you. It can't be a movement because the rest are not the ones that are afflicted. It's the black lives right now. Because, you know, history, the, the numbers are clear. You know, people have been, the police rather in the U.S. have been killing blacks and there have been riots and there have been people talking about it for the past, you know, two, three decades. Even if you look as far as, you know, the 19, 1970s. Yes. Yeah. Blacks are still being killed. There was a widespread killing of blacks by the police. Oh, right. yeah. So you can't now say that, let's say all lives matter instead of black lives matter. Yeah. And mm. the thing with uh, bringing, bringing it closer, because when these protests were happening, in Kenya we were saying police killings mm. have made lives, especially when you find police killings, they are mm. killing people from... <coughs> Low-income areas, Huruma, Madare, Majengo. They've killed so many people, ages of 29 years, 19 years, even that is younger. In short, 18 years. Marginalized groups. Eh? Marginalized groups. Mm. And they kill you because they suspect you of doing something. Mm. 
So if you think of this, me, I think first of all, mm. our police need therapy. We just need an institution. <laughs> Part of this yeah. COVID money should just also, we should get a fund for yeah. mental health for our police. Because they've gone through a lot. Even me, I understand. Mm. Because they had a post-election. Before every election, they have, they have to throw tear gas and fight people. After the elections, they have to do the same. But, but Any protest in this town, mm-hmm. either peaceful, it has to end with mm-hmm. some violence. Yes. So it mm-hmm. is in their nature to react the way they react. Okay. Yes. So okay. first, they need therapy. Mm-hmm. All these organizations, they need to help these people mm-hmm. to, to remove that mentality in their head mm-hmm. that they have to kill to bring justice. So, okay, being a police isn't easy. You see, a lot of the high crime areas, as you said, are usually in the marginal, uh, marginal, you know, marginalized groups are the ones who are normally involved in a lot of these crimes. So maybe as someone who's just joining the police, you get a lot of experiences where um, maybe people from these slums or you know these lower income areas are the ones most of the time that cause trouble and you might find yourself maybe in a situation where you know they you have to shoot either you have to shoot or you're in a position where you have to protect yourself not necessarily shoot but you're in a position where you have to protect yourself from such people and why so it creates a mentality in your mind when you're in that position uh, why can't you sacrifice yourself mm. you see you have the option of being the victim Mm. Or the other person being the victim. Yes. Your career as a policeman is first of all to be the first person on the line. Yes. And to take the heat. Mm. And you, obviously you'll be the victim in yes. these situations. So, mm. like for example, mm. this is something I'm reading here. In May 2018, the Standard newspaper reported that police in Dandora, a low-income area in Nairobi, had killed at least 10 people aged between 18 and 23 in one week. Ten people between eighteen and twenty-three. Yeah. These are people who would have given them another ten years. Mm. They wouldn't have done what they had done on that week, mm. because at this age, even at the moment yes. as we speak, there are so many things that limit us from coming to these shows and talking about. Because you know we are making a lot of mistakes. But if we have these shows for another twenty years. Mm. We'll be revisiting these bad things you are doing yeah. right now. Like uh, already, yeah. we'd have made some a some name of our own, yes. and we'd have improved. We'd have had our but, own security. Okay. So, mm. for me, mm. first of all, our police just need therapy first. Mm. Just to know, shooting is not justice. Just mm. to remove the thought of that you have to. Shoot. I am a threat. Mm. Okay, I agree. they. They do need to be trained better. Shooting should be the last resort. Yes. Um, and the other thing is, as much as I, I, I try to understand um, why they react the way they do, someone who joins uh, the police force should also be aware. Okay, maybe I'll, I'll use an example. Even you, when you went and you know you started to study engineering and you joined that field, you knew somewhere along the line there's going to be responsibility <laughs> for the structure of a building put in your hands and liability that, you know, if this doesn't work out, you're the person you're coming for. Mm. So the same way when you get into a career in being a police, you know, at some point down the line, I'm going to be faced with situations that look like this. There are people going to be attacking me and I'm going to have to make decisions. 
and I'm, have to be held to account to the decisions I make. If I harm the wrong people, then there are going to be consequences, and you have to live with that. Before you even join, the fact that you've said now you're joining, you you must have that at the back of your head. Yes. So it's not an excuse, and it's hard. Yes, I I get it's hard being uh, having to make those decisions, but it's part of your job, you know. It's it's what you're doing. They can police. I would support them 100% if they protested and said, you know, we are not being paid enough. You know, we are not being protected enough. No. But they can't react think, by not doing their job the way they're supposed I to. I think also we gave the... Mm. We've given the, our policemen the, the wrong impression that they, sh- they should police us. Mm. At this time, we've been educated, we've gone to school, mm. we know discipline. Education is free. In the next the, few years, uh, people will know so much uh, that uh, that the mistakes we are making while we are being colonized, mm. we won't be as barbaric. Okay. Fast, so, fast, so, so, fast. So reduce the number of uh, policemen. Okay. Because mm. also the policemen, mm. they either take bribe. Mm. Because the system is so corrupt in a way that for you to be a policeman, it's so hard. It is so hard for you to to be clean and for you to just do policing in the right way. Mm. First of all, make them the a limited resource. Mm. So that when you see a policeman, you say, hey, that's a policeman. You see, when you make so many of them, mm. <laughs> it's easy for them to be corrupt. That's after mm. therapy. Mm. Then you take them to, you reduce their numbers and make sure we police ourselves. We can do it better because we know who is a criminal amongst mm. us. Yeah? And yeah. the uh, funny thing, mm. you see, like prisons, mm. I was hearing that long time mm. when there was slavery, you know, there was no prisons. Mm. When they were back then, when there was slavery, there was no prisons. Even, even coming closer to Africa, before the white man came here, mm. we didn't have prisons. Our chiefs, our chiefs and our elders did not take people to prison. Uh, how come we now have prisons? I think they were saying that the uh, I, I read this. They say that mm. they put prisons because you see when slaves used to make mistakes back mm. then in those European countries, uh, mm-hmm. our ancestors may they rest in peace. Mm. They used to be beaten, mm. instant punishment. Yes. Then they are, they they get them back to the fields. Mm. Because if you put them in prison, mm. production cost goes up, what, what, what. Mm. So you beat them, you take them back. Yeah. Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o shows us in that movie. Uh. Yeah. So after slavery, mm. or oh, about that time, I don't know it's when, mm. they brought now prison so that they would increase the amount of torture they, they put on a person. Mm. Instead of just saying, oh, you are found with this and this, Ten lashes. Mm. You found this and this. Mm. Five blows. Mm. They changed. Now they made sure mm. they take you as a grown up. Mm. They put you somewhere. Mm. You get tortured longer. Then you come back to the society mm. and you're the same person. How is that possible? Let me ask. Okay. So I want to say something about that last point. Eh? Yeah. About uh, prisons. The reason prisons came into being is because. I feel like it's precisely it's precisely the opposite of what you say. It's not yes, initially people used to be punished on the spot. If you do something you're you're lashed or you're beaten or something like this, you know, you are disciplined on the spot. But you see that doesn't work. You know we are not animals. So that isn't effective uh for people. You can't treat people like that. So they thought 
these people who've done wrong, we must find a way to make them be able to live with other people's society without doing some of these, uh, you know, without doing some of these things that they're doing. So now they came up with the prison, prison as a way to rehabilitate and show these, um, you know, wrongdoers that this is how you should be acting in society. So they teach them discipline. You're not Prison shouldn't be a place where people are being beaten. It should be a place where you're taught, you know, you wake up in the morning, you know, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to engage in this activity that is productive. You should go to bed at this time. You sleep, you wake up the next day, you should read a book. It teaches you discipline. It gives you that sense of, you know... Um, but, but I think society teaches you what you are. You see? No, you know, if you learn from from society, they say, yeah, they say, if you're not, uh, so if you don't get that discipline, it is. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you just you're just thrown into society and you start acting the way you want, yes. then there has to be consequences. Now, the biggest consequences is going to be death. You go and try and rob people and take people. But, you but, but things. you'll be killed by don't you, people will find don't, don't you think that's a mental mm. issue? You see, that, now you uh, like if you if you if now we divert from what you've been talking about, police killings mm. and all this. Yes. We can go narrower to uh, our times. There's mm. so we are so there are so many mental issues mm. that are going on mm. and tough people. You see a policeman is a tough person. Yes. And also in men, mm. in young men like us, mm-hmm. we don't talk about depression. You see, yeah. mm. we are we are so depressed. The economy is not good. You go into being a policeman, you're not paid well. Mm. You go into being an engineer, you're not paid well. Mm. Unlike an architect, <laughs> the reporters say the architects are the most paid professions in Kenya. I don't know where they get that <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't part of that study. That makes even our producer laugh here. Did you know? Producers are not even in that list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, we are ahead of doctors. Shaking. I imagine. Yeah. Doctors yeah. save our lives, but we mm. pay them very little. <laughs> they should okay, be the best paid profession would, in the world I, ever. I, I, I wouldn't comment <laughs> on that because I don't think it's accurate. Yeah. Um, you should weigh your, 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 your mm. pockets. Either way, mm. depre- mm. people are depressed mm. and it's so hard for us to talk about these issues. Mm. You see, so I think mental states of people mm. make them do stuff that might be against the society that they are coming from. Mm. You see, if you if you're used to carrying being very untidy and what mm. and you go into this up up upscale areas like say uh. Runda, Karen uh. and you're like that, uh. they'll say you're crazy. You should not be here. They'll take you, they'll put you in a cell, you see? Mm. But it's not you, it's just your state of mind. Mm. Your mental state has not registered that you're in Runda. Mm. Maybe you just crossed to you're mm. going somewhere and you found yourself there in the no. morning mm. and you're dirty. They take you to a cell. Mm. They do not mm. come and talk, talk to your mental state. It's the same thing that mm. if, we, if, we, if we broaden it, it mm. goes to police killings, mm. it goes to mass killings, mm. it goes to robbery with violence. So you're saying it's about people's mental condition? It can be a mental, it can be one mm. of those. Mm. 
it can be one of so we address these issues mm. like mental health mm. nobody talks about mental health mm. so how i see it how i see it is that yes you're right a lot of these issues are related to mental health and people's personal condition now as like in any other thing when it comes to people there's normally like a, a standard there's a graph there are extremes on two ends people who are on the extreme left people who are on the extreme far and then there's this middle so in terms of behavior you're normally expected to be within a certain spectrum yes to be regarded as normal that you know you should dress a certain way you should talk a certain way should behave in a particular way within now that spectrum of course there are the extremes now there are certain points within these extremes where now you start becoming dangerous now to to other people so like yes it's okay you can be a bit erratic and you know talk a little bit much but when it gets to a point where you're throwing stones at people now you are a risk to to other people so something has to be done about that and now that's where things like uh, prisons come in the first impulse shouldn't be you know to to beat this person you know it should be to find out what the issue is so they have to be apprehended and now from there it's followed up you know why did they do this what does it mean and if it's found that indeed mental like biological biologically you're not okay then you're taken to an institution or something like this but if they find out that it's just uh, it's just like a social conditioning that you have that you feel that you know these people you know i i want to beat them because i'm not happy about where i am in life and i feel like it's because of them there's always a reason there's always a reason fine ah. but you see everyone is on the same boat so you thinking that in order for you to gain other people have to you you have to beat and you have to make other people suffer that's where you're wrong and that's why you have to be taken to an institution where they'll teach you what the right way to behave is and that's why you're taken you know prison it's rehabilitation it's not about punishment see that's why they're normally taught how to weave they're normally taught how to play instruments they're given <laughs> skills that once they leave prison they can carry on doing you know So I think people shouldn't look at it. It's negative to look at it as just yeah. punishment. And uh, yeah. so so far you you are just talking about police killings. Mm. And we've said for me my part is we need therapy in the police system. Mm. We need to there was a commission to mm. streamline the policing mm. and to make it more people centered. There's a time even there was that thing of people centered policing. Yeah. yeah. Make police have way. to be socialized i agree they have to be yeah very 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 much uh, that one i agree mm. so on that part to our listeners you can visit at campus radio is where you'll find more of this kind of podcast and many other podcasts also there is our channel where we put all podcasts and it's on www.acutemedia.co.ke this podcast production is done by acute media so today also during the week there was the budget kenyan ah, budget yes. and uh, you have a 320 you have 321 trillion shillings to spend is uh, money that we've loaned from for corona so far it's 250 million and something billion billion this money is a lot let It me ask you hmm. have you ever seen a billion <laughs> have you ever? 
if I had seen a billion, you would know. <laughs> a billion can is a lot, man. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It yeah. can fit in a room. Can it? I don't even know what it would look like physically. It could, it could possibly fit in this room, by the way. A and billion, billion now. How do you how do you do maths up to trillion? <laughs> how? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Mm. And you find this money just gets spent mm. like mm. one billion. Mm. Kenyans should wake up and see that we have potential in this country to have a trillion somewhere lying somewhere, somewhere in this country there is trillion, just ready to leave the the. Yeah, releasing the budget starts in first of July. Mm. Yeah, so there's three point two trillion to spend, and the thing is that for the first time in two years, mm-hmm. the county governments are gonna receive their money on time in first July. For the mm. first time in two years, mm. we know what has been happening in the last two years: mm. politics. Yeah. So now we go, we go into year? politics now. Mm-hmm. We leave this politics of who, who wants to be president. Ah, I want to be president. Oh, tanga, tanga. Mm-hmm. We leave this politics of I want to be president. Mm-hmm. You look at this politics of development. Because if we start politics of who wants to be president, we might lose some listeners. <laughs> so politics of development. So the, for the past two years, mm. every time the budget was being, there's this finance bill, it comes before the budgeting process. Mm. That is something also they introduced because of devolution. So mm. they pass a bill so mm. that when the, uh, the cabinet secretary comes to read the, 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 the budget, mm. there's no one who can stop money from going to from the budget process from going on. You know, long term, you could stop the process because mm. it was his word, then his word goes into law. Oh, so it so has, nowadays, it's, it's a finance first. bill. Mm. A bill comes with the mm. new taxes. Mm. You debate. So the, the new taxes have raised so many issues, mm. which we'll talk about, mm. those, those new taxes. So either way, we start with the devolution part. Mm. So for the first time, there is this money going into devolution. For the first time, it passed the Senate, it passed the National Assembly. Mm. I don't know what politics was doing all those other two years. That is what you get for going into an election mm. and not getting the right results. Mm. Because you can have the vote of the people and you miss the vote of the parliament mm. or something. So then it slows things down. It slowed everything mm. down mm. until the handshake happened. Mm. So maybe maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe the the pandemic has something to do with it because even the politicians are keen for <laughs> for things to start moving, you know. So they don't want to be the people holding back the economy. Yeah. So mm. it is three hundred and forty what three hundred and forty something. Uh, let's say the devolution part has been sorted well, mm. and all and most of the money going into counties. I think maybe in a later show we'll be looking at county budgets and all this. We just mm. see what every county has allocated for what, mm. which is which will be rare information to come by. But we'll try our best and get this info. Mm. Also, just an add-on is that infrastructure has gotten a boost. One hundred and eighty-nine has gone into infrastructure. It is more than what is going into defense. What is going into also energy? If you add energy there, infrastructure goes up. Mm. Then there's also transport, which mm. is still infrastructure. You add that, it goes up. Mm. It's gone up. Still, um, a lot of it. And a lot of it to 
coronavirus. Yes, yeah. yes, and the flood, the recent, yeah. the recent flooding also. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Has yeah. as, as, as done that. Mm. And also, if we look at the budget, uh, I might say, also, also there's, there's, do you know there's going to be new toll stations coming soon? The government uh, has this th- plan. They've been talking about it. Huh? Mm. There's a law that is going to be passed. There's mm. a bill in parliament that proposes new tolling stations. Mm. There was, I think there was an old law mm. that it was sometimes back there was a talk of toll stations, mm. these major highways. Yeah. Now they are going to put it into law. Mm. So when you use those roads, you pay the tolls. Mm. Or to pay back the deficit. Eh? Yeah. Mm. So that now oh. they want to get 200 billion PPP on new toll roads. Mm. So they want to build more roads mm. with tolls. Mm. But you see, you have to prove there's a law that covers tolls. So that's why they're coming so up with the law first. And then they build the roads. And then I think it's not a bad idea. Because you can't wait. <laughs> uh, you can't wait for... You don't feel like roads will be free to use. They should be idea. <laughs> it would be nice for roads to be free, but who is going to build those roads? I know. Who is going to build those roads? You tax people, it's an issue. You see, you increase taxes just so that you can improve, it's an issue. And at the same time, you know, you want to create an environment where people are able to do business better and make more money so that the tax that you're already collecting starts to go up without having to increase the, you know, the percentages. So that's why the, the roads have to come there first so that people's incomes naturally go up and then they're able to get more money. So they're just speeding up the process of of uh, getting back money by building the roads first of all. And then now the tolls help us to pay that back. And then now you we continue the economy that is running well. because people I think that's what happened it. when they were thinking mm. about the euro bond. You see what? Mm. Your thoughts are very good. Mm. But you're making us pay more for what you uh, for services. Mm. We want everything to be free. We if you cannot offer anything for free, mm. if you cannot offer mm. anything for free, then mm. you're running a business. Mm. So <laughs> you continue running this business and see how far it goes. Mm. So imagine mm. when they were saying the budget, the CS revealed that mm. the government, the previous uh, cabinet that was there mm. in Treasury, they used to go for commercial loans. Yeah. And in finance, there is commercial loans and there is these other loans, maybe from World Bank, Africa Development Banks. Yeah. When you go for those loans, they give you on a 1.5% interest. Yeah. When you go for commercial loans, yeah. is when you go and sell these euro bonds. They take euro bonds, they sell those, those yeah. bonds that they're going to sell. Yeah. They used to come back with a 15% interest rate to cover debt. And when they were taking the euro bond, this Africa Development Bank, World Bank, they are just concessional loans. Mm. They are willing to give us that amount for 1.5. But you'd rather take euro bond, 15%. You see, those are decisions. but But you can still pay for them. They have to explain why they're picking one over the other. What I suspect is... um, with Eurobond, you're able to get 
a much bigger volume. It's You're a commercial get, loan, 15%. It's, it's a, maybe fine, it's because but the amount of money you need to if you need maybe to, the world bank if you need to buy a car and buying a car is uh, 800,000 and you can get a bank that will give you a loan of 800,000 albeit with a high interest rate and you get maybe a circle that will take a smaller interest rate but will only give you 100,000 which one will you go for? You'll and go speaking for the of circles how are they surviving uh, on this corona? Because I'm sure they are getting ah, a bit because everyone now is going <laughs> to take their everyone is running for their money. Yeah, so <laughs> nobody is paying loans. Mm. It's hard. It's hard out there. Very few people. <laughs> people are barely surviving. Mm. You have anything on the budget? Mm. I was just keen to see how they this one that is allocated to infrastructure. Yeah. How much of it is going into you know these you know that these um ideas that were brought by uh, these building professionals say like the AK where they were saying you know with the pandemic this is what should be done to to convert infrastructure into hospitals or facilities to care for people so i'm just wondering how much is going into like short term uh, also also well you still there uh, sorry uh, AK, IEK, EBK, these are associations that can push for the budget process. The problem is they are not in the legislature. They are not there in the process. You see, if you are not there in the process, it's mm. like now they also have another podcast and just mm. talk these things like us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they can talk even as you have solutions for, for good hospitals made out of containers. But there's no link to There is no link where mm. the policy... Mm. There is no... If you do not sit there, we'll just be paying mm. for CPDs mm. and you guys will enjoy. Mm. And that is all. They have to, they have to go for it. Mm. We, we, which we end this which technical we body these associations has, uh, is there any technical body that that is, is close yes. there is Kenya Association of Manufacturers uh, there is Kenya Private Sector Alliance uh, they've made it in a way that uh, there's even a law there's even a law uh, that has put KEPSA in the budget making process mm. KEPSA sits in the process mm. I'm not it's just coming to my head but KEPSA sits there okay Imagine, imagine, this is, this is even something that you just brought. Don't bring a K here. If but, if a K uh, wants it, mm. go there. Mm. Go go to the house. Mm. They have to lobby. Eh? Lobby. Mm. Get somebody there. Maybe play, play maybe, a bigger but, role. But, no, play but, a bigger role in the industry, but, other than just but borax monitoring and but looking borax at people. Is, uh, has has a say on policy. They they should be the ones pushing some of these changes and not necessarily AK. Yeah, I uh, believe AK is a small, uh, is a small a- AK, we can call it, it's like a club. You know? <laughs> it's like a club. But Borax is there by law, you know. Borax and EBK, they are there. Mm. They see it even in the NCA, those things, those yeah. big things. Even NCA, exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if you cannot see it in the process... Don't tell us. You tell us what you said and what is there. Or else, also us, we can talk of, of these solutions. That's what we do in this podcast. Mm. We give you solutions to to those things. Then you, as our, as our representatives, listen to us. Then take these to go there, go sit mm. on that big table and make those decisions. 
also maybe something else do you know this though if you are to hire a helicopter or to buy one there was no tax for you in the few years oh, and to hire a helicopter no tax <laughs> to hire yeah. a, a chopper Wait, in Kenya to hire or to purchase to purchase and also to purchase and import you're not taxed you're not taxed i didn't know that yeah. how much is a chopper cost <laughs> <laughs> and to hire yeah. one was 150k per hour to 400,000 depends with your your type of okay but also your test in flying but also the truth is how many people hire choppers so even if you tax them what you tax them what like even 16% what they'll get 38 billion out of this tax really from choppers so many people (laughs) run choppers like that (laughs) there's a Kenya Uh. Civil Association Uh. registered 87 new mm. aircraft mm. last year mm. up from 48 in mm. 2018 mm. i think those extra 87. people figured out that, that there's no tax <laughs> <laughs> new, that plus 39 new aircraft so that's news to me mm-hmm. that's news that's news mm. don't worry there is there are people who can who are making it so i think that The story with the choppers brings us to public transport mm. and corona. I think we look at corona in in public transport. Mm. Corona has changed how we use our public transport. It is changing. It has made it's it better. It's going to change. Yes, things some things are improving. <laughs> some things are becoming more difficult. <laughs> of, let's say we have these institutions. Mm for engineers for what, what they always mm. tell us these things but wow. they don't yeah so you can always join us on www.campusradio.co.ke and on acutemedia.co.ke there are so many informative podcasts there is Robert Yawe podcast there is but there are more youthful podcasts there the adverts will run after this <laughs> so we are talking public transport mm. and coronavirus mm. so far we start with countries like Tanzania mm. Tanzania has not registered any numbers like for over a month but they said there's they no testing? corona are they testing i don't know but they said there's no corona mm. without even results for over a month mm. and things are back to normal today mm. Botswana had lifted its curfew like a month ago mm-hmm. before our, yeah. before i think last month mm. today they have returned back the strict re- re- restrictions re- even went more up. yeah because deaths went up okay they have returned them back but that was after a month this week so we give, so we give week, Tanzania a month mm. this week mm. we just count first the bad things mm. <laughs> this week the the president of Burundi Pierre Nkurunziza died of a heart attack Bucho, but Burundi. apparently mm. it was corona mm. why do you call him the butcher of Burundi <laughs> he butchered people <laughs> don't <laughs> that was a disclaimer that is your opinion also but the fact, also the interesting thing about Nkurunziza he was going to hand over power to somebody he was i think there was going to be an election so the parliament there passed a law and said he's going to be there in the 
emperor mm. of patriotism mm. of something in the country Ooh. for every president mm. who comes after him mm. on matters about patriotism mm. they have to go and seek advice from him what that was a law mm. for him after retirement so what happens <laughs> after he is dead <laughs> no that law now has been left hanging but he was to leave office but he the, was still there, there needs to be a new there needs to be a no, new no, emperor, emperor now mm. it was supreme advisor on patriotic patriotic matters well, yeah that one mm. so for any president whoever you mean vibe whoever wins has supreme to come Lord to him beasts of the earth <laughs> fishes of the sea whoever wins an election has to come to him for matters patriotism mm. if you take the advice i don't know if it was mm. there in the law you have to listen to what he says mm. <laughs> but he was the guy mm. he was the guy to go to but That's he passed on mm. we may rest in peace may rest and remember the people of burundi mm. you see however much however bad however much a person was mm. so bad mm. There's something you've been talking about maybe the mental state mm. exposure everyone has things. their reasons everyone mm. has a reason mm. to whatever they were doing mm. that is true mm. so also close at home mm. coronavirus also cases have been going up and you're yeah. still on a lockdown mm. and it's affected a lot especially people let's say in the hospitality industry restaurants the and also, they're struggling they're struggling you know now that you've mentioned this <laughs> that these clients are doing some work for some restaurant at uh, Tomboya and we are just uh, refurbishing their space so they recently reopened because uh, after you know after the government lifted the restrictions and saying you know restaurants can comply with the set of rules and then they can reopen so they reopened and the funniest thing so we haven't done the you know the rehabilitation yet but we are having a meeting with with the client inside there and you know inside his office he has cameras that show the dining area so of course he he had spaced out the tables so mm-hmm. that he's complying with you know the the rules that have been set out and so we were, we were looking at the camera and city council guys came in and they come with these tape measures and they're measuring to make sure that actually you're spacing the tables oh. enough you know not too many people are there they even chasing away some people stopping people from coming in and i found it so ridiculous because inside there now there are like you know a handful of guys maybe like 15 guys a huge space like 150 square meters few guys are there and then ukitoka to is just outside the building <laughs> there are thousands of people wanafinyana hapo inje kwa matatu you see so it didn't make sense to me fine okay we have all these okay we we are, we are trying to to be mindful of the situation and to come <laughs> up with ways to to take care of everyone but you know there has to be they have to look at the big picture you know the that's, place that's, is dense I think you can't what, that uh, is where we mm, fail mm. and we can skip over to the, the new nairobi metropolitan mm. and we come back to public transport mm. i think the new is called nairobi metro nairobi metropolitan services NMS mm. yes it is it is the new thinking that came into mm. a county that had lost a deputy governor mm. had lost offices mm. it had lost 
a plot. Yes. They lost everything. They had lost their story. They were yeah. doing they were floating basically. So somebody came and helped them. And it has really done well with the cup road pavements mm. and all these. In terms of infrastructure, I think they're doing well. Yeah. Yes. And I think we are working with a lot of planners and mm. Things are moving on well. Yeah. And architects, uh-huh. I think they are bringing in good minds. Let's mm. be positive. I know mm. maybe you can say, oh, but it's you know just politics. You know, they but came me, me, I, me, I want to just think it is it's positive. Positive. They mm. have architects there, engineers, mm. planners. But you know, they started by, they closed the the e-permit e, e system. So yes, they, yes, they closed yes, it yes, yes, yes. and told people at, oh, your approval since the match are all null and void. I remember. Then no, they opened it again. No, yeah, but they opened it. It was like a week later, but... I think there's something wrong with that uh, system. Uh, that system also, without even yes. opening... Before the system, yes. there was a problem. There was a problem. So the system was supposed to solve yeah. There's no system that is perfect. And you know, it took like 10, 15 years to develop that system and to train staff. So you just can't wake up one day and say, you're closing that system. At now all approvals you have to take physically to KCC when you know that there are things that are running ongoing you can't just stop people just like that you know it was what like 70 billion worth of projects were just stopped just like that and operate like that but i'm glad they were able to listen yeah. to AK but is it they, they solve people eh? not AK, the people mm. not AK alone yeah, AK they are and listening the people. to people they're listening yes. to people yes yes and the people mm. Mm. so they listened to so many people mm. and they got, but they're improving the system because even the e permit system was still a failure. It used to have a lot of issues. People used, used to still go and I don't take want, I don't want and to copy. Call it, it was being I sabotaged. Want, I don't want to call it a failure. It I was just being, think it's not functioning as well as it should or as well as it can function. Oh. They should just look for ways to improve it but not stop operations. Operations should still go on. So the Nairobi mm. Metropolitan Services is doing a good job? Yes, Clearing. I think they are starting from the center, going outside, because I'm seeing a lot of things going on in the mm. middle of the CBD. C- CBD. Yeah. So when they go outside to the markets, to the places, mm. uh, another, another question I have with you, mm. as an architect, yes. what is happening to our markets? Why are our markets becoming like malls? What do you mean markets becoming like malls? Like they open air, markets. now they mm. we are going into markets that are, mm. that are closed in, something that is not will it work? Will the, will the new markets work? If you okay. look at the so, designs, mm. there is one at Karyoko, mm. it's also closed. Mm. This there are many <coughs> others distributed. Mm. They are closing the markets. So I with a door, with a window, with so, this, with so the challenge is with the different challenge stories is, and mm, levels. The challenge is this. Now when you have first of all, we we agree that there needs to be a designated place where all uh, market operations are done. And that's why there's need for building such a structure where people can go and sell their their goods, right? So the next thing you need to do is you need to secure this place. So you see now that I, that element of securing uh, the goods that are inside there, now that's where it becomes tricky. Because, yes, it's nice to have it open and it's nice to keep it uh, such infrastructure connected to the walkways and people to be able to move in and out freely. But 
there's also the challenge of now security and you know if you're you want to control and, uh, but you the things bar? inside there then you have to have some kind of access control yeah so the the short answer from me is this there are many there are many factors you need to look at when you're coming up with a solution so i think now for say the example you give like the one in Kariako there's even maybe one the, in Gashie where we uh, used to go do our recordings you uh, remember the closed market uh, what yeah, is happening it's the same thing access access control you know you keep it open then maybe but it is market market have been functioning that way mm. and that is and why that is the problem. and that is why mm. we will put this market mm. and you'll still find people mm. selling out at the market mm. then you will ask yourself mm. in a seminar why in a conference they, uh, in they? a webinar mm. in a cpd mm. why are people <laughs> selling outside our, now, our, our malls now let me answer <laughs> this the solution might not be the best the aim is to create access control maybe the question the designers or the architects involved in those projects should be asking themselves is how do we still keep it connected to the street but still be able to manage how, access how will it function what's up it's a uh, it's a question of how it, it will function uh, how, how will the people yes. change as it will have to make people change mm. completely mm-hmm. it will be It's an interesting it's an interesting yeah, this, challenge. These are experiments because yeah. so far I don't think there's a market mm. that has launched. I think yeah. they are waiting to see which one and mm. there are many. Mm. There's also one in Juja. Yeah. So one in Gong. Mm. One so, in Dagoreti. So of course you know trends change over time. So someone comes up with a solution <laughs> and then until that space is used you can't tell where the failure is. So it will be used and then <laughs> other architects will come and see where these projects have failed and where they've succeeded and in subsequent designs there will be an improvement and that's how everything works whether it's houses whether it's whether it's commercial buildings there's always changes in trends over time because of we figure out better ways of doing things so i don't want to dismiss the idea of having uh, markets uh, closed off mm. maybe how they are closed off is what should be revisited you see you could obviously just can't put a wall and start. you have to go through this door to get into the market but you can find a way to control uh, access and con- connection from outside it would be interesting i think we'll revisit the market mm. in another conversation another because con- especially this is just something that is cooking slowly mm. we'll revisit yes also back to public transport now mm. corona has changed how we use our public transport mm. it has it has made uh, i think it has made our, our it has made using public transport more comfortable it has made i, I think i want to correct you it hasn't changed how pub, it has changed yes how transporting used but it has needed to be used the way it was intended to be used Yes. Yes. It has people brought sanity. Not, it has brought sanity. <laughs> people were doing something different. Yes, people were not comp- using it the way it was supposed to be used. You people are packing 14 seater matatus with you're sitting there <laughs> 2018 guys, you know. Yeah. Packing so but you see now because of the rules that have been brought now they are being forced. And the funny thing the is the matatus are running. Mm. The people in the industry are making money. However mm. much you're making half what you're making. It's still okay. But it's sustaining so it the business. So it means it's possible for it, matatus to be used properly. It is possible. Mm. 
So post corona. Mm. But maybe the question we should ask ourselves, <laughs> we don't know. You see maybe maybe fewer people are uh, fewer people are traveling because maybe some people are working from home and many companies including even uh, the firm I work for, people who don't have vehicles are being paid for Uber by the company. So from home to work just to reduce that that uh, exposure. Inter- exposure or yes connecting with too many people people are using that's a good uh, company Uber. yeah well that's a good company there are several yeah, companies think, doing it no so, several uh, your company <laughs> several other companies are not doing that man yeah but they're either laying you off <laughs> if you're not laying you laying off are everywhere they're Lay-offs. giving you a pay cut if not mm, a pay cut mm. you just have to go to work Lay- layoffs, <laughs> layoffs yeah but anyway, the point was coming to was that there are fewer people using public transport so we can't say that at you know the the transport systems we have are adequate because fewer people are traveling so we, we can't use that as a measure but so far the the transport system mm-hmm. is they are they are talking about social distancing mm-hmm. and the social distancing has helped improve mm-hmm. our transport it has made using public transport for me has been It's okay. I've used it severally. You, your company does not allow you to use. Sorry. You're just speaking from stories <laughs> you've heard from people. Me, I'm telling you from from <laughs> sitting in a matatu. <laughs> It's a good experience. And I hope after this, now whoever is, here is the problem. We're having all these things going on yeah. during Corona time. Who is monitoring? Who is taking the data? Who is taking the data? Is AK man. taking the data? You've mm. said AK have good ideas about this. Mm. Is the, are they taking the data? They can't get. Is EBK get? Mm. You just take the data and see what is working and what is not working. No, like the see, public sector, no, see, public why, transport. You uh, can say you can have this and say okay, mm. they are making this much amount. Mm. We can can we maintain this system after this? Now that's why that is the only reason why I feel like matatus in general, are, as much as now they are functioning better they are not the best uh, transport solution for for Nairobi simply because they are private owned i feel like public transport should be should be public owned it should be government owned just so that they're able to monitor there's more control and you're able to get data things that are public should remain public yes. same well, also, hospitals also. are public so that it's easy to get data it's easy to see yeah. how they are being used but you see you can't do that with something that is owned by individuals transport should be public should be public and public yes. transport is mm. i think very good cities and mm. every yes, good place everywhere. is just about their public transport there's no case study that you'll do of public transport where people own private matatus and as the public you know it's all government owned all good public transport system are government owned so government yeah. should come in and use whatever is going on and mm. you see mm. also right now is a time where we monitor systems how they are working yes. and if they are good if mm. they are not good mm. so for me so far public transport has gone on well and mm. something else mm. the inadequacy of having the public transport has made it so hard for people to commute imagine going to work at 8 but you have to wake up at 5 just so that you can make it it means there's there's also when you leave work at 5 you get home at 
that's an urban planning issue. Yeah. There are many people. <laughs> we all work in the same places within Nairobi. And now people live on the outskirts of Nairobi. I think the average person spends about oh, an, know, hour. an hour yeah. in the morning, an hour in the evening. Yes. Just commuting. So there's an issue. That, that's an urban planning issue. They should reduce the time of commute. That one, even they go to school to learn these things. Reducing time of commute. How do you reduce time of commute? It's either you remove people, people's workplaces from the center, or you make um, living near the workplaces affordable. And that's going to be very difficult. You can't reduce the, the cost of uh, rent near towns. So the only thing you can do is spread out, spread out where people are working from. It shouldn't be concentrated inside Nairobi. Like, I don't know, off the top of my head, what I would say is um, you limit even development of infrastructure inside the city. You say that beyond a certain uh, number of buildings, you say no more building here. People are forced to build outside so that people are forced to occupy the fringes so that you're spreading out people more you're decentralizing um that the, the you know the population yeah so that now when people are further away from the center then now they can live now closer to where they where they work okay mm. so that is all about public transport i think and corona affecting our industry and we've seen how it has affected our transport. Mm-hmm. And and maybe something else Wait. for the week. Oh, sorry, just still on Corona. Maybe it would be important to think of even public transport and infrastructure yes. post-Corona. Right now, you see, we're talking of when we're in That's why I was asking who is monitoring these things. Mm-hmm. Who is taking the data? Who... Mm-hmm. You know, you're just monitoring how many people are being infected. That's the only that thing is a have. good thing with the Ministry of Health. They are <laughs> on top of their game. <laughs> what is the Ministry of Infrastructure doing? That what are the numbers? Mm. You see, mm. but the Ministry of Health is doing a good job. They have to know how many people are getting this thing. Mm. They can even broaden and say other diseases. Mm. Then now we have a good record. And a virus, I'm sure, does not end. Why they getting that is so high? Does a virus end? It doesn't, and then the other thing is there are other viruses that will come up. <laughs> they, they will. It's inevitable within our lifetime. They said viruses, viruses mutate. Mm. So for this one, mm. and also looking around the world, there isn't much that has gone on. I don't know. Maybe there is. There is a new state of matter, mm. the fifth state. There is solid, liquid, gas. Plasma. Now there's a new state of matter. What it's is the fifth one? Yeah. Forgotten the name. But there's a new fifth state of matter. They found in the International Space Station. Just did something and they came up with a new state of matter. <laughs> so so what, what does it mean for the common man? <laughs> <laughs> for the common man, you love to wait and know. Also something else mm. while I was on that page I saw. In Saturn, planet Saturn, mm. it rains diamond. Oh my God! We should all <laughs> but then it won't be valuable. Yeah, yeah. You have it. It'll be like like iron, you know. Mm. Mm. Uh, like the Iron Age. People are rich. People who are for the Iron Age. Just there's an Iron Age. People are making it. 
No, I don't. It's something that you know, you just pass and leave it. Because it's everywhere. Uh, so imagine having that much. Me personally, I don't think I've seen diamond. Is apart have, from on a glass diamonds. somewhere. Yeah, you've never seen diamond. I've seen. Oh, it's in diamond. Uh, where, where? Um, I've seen gold though. Mm. Pure gold. Gold is amazing. I haven't seen pure. It's gold. like a magnet. It just uh, pulls you. Uh, just. But, you think <laughs> the value is just in the visual aesthetics of it? I think that's, that's why they call it gold. Uh, it is amazing stone. <laughs> it's not just like any other stone you can kick around. Mm. If it's you see it. Metal. Let's put it here. You'll see this is gold. This is this is not a stone. Mm. But diamond, I've not seen diamond. And I've never seen one billion in a room somewhere. <laughs> and you are not seen a bigger picture. I need to me. Anything else? And also we've been having a lot of rain. So that's rain mm. going on. Even right now. We should expect stories of floods, more stories of flooding, more stories of flooding. Also, maybe in the near future, we should hear about the locusts that are now hatching. They've been hatching for too long. Where, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today is... Today's show was amazing. At least you've had a conversation. We'll be doing this very often. You know, subscribe sequent podcasts. We hope you continue joining us as we'll be bringing more guests with more qualifications. We'll get also more people with more experience in the industries. And thank you very much. Maybe any parting shot from you? Mm. You must have a parting shot. You sound <laughs> like a politician. I'm not a hundred percent of your time. When you answer questions of police here, you can think you want to become president <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Parting shot is you have to shout. The there's rain. So you have to be close to the mic. So in this current situation with the with the COVID COVID nineteen pandemic. As much as there's so much we don't know, we don't know how, how dangerous it is. We don't know how it's going to affect us. Uh, I think it is still important to stay safe, to protect, especially the people who are um, at risk, you know, our parents and you know, people with underlying health conditions. It's still important to care about them, whether or not it is indeed dangerous. We'd rather assume that it is and uh, protect them. So, should continue to follow government directive. Should continue to sanitize and to wear a mask. Sanitize the throat. Exercise social distancing. <laughs> sanitize the throat. Na watu na watu na ito mutaikagwe. So it's really na beer. Just get drunk in your house. Don't go causing trouble out there. Yes. For me, my parting shot is that all lives matter. Mm. That is what has pushed me to this weekend. Mm. All lives matter and mental health is a big issue in this country. And for the tough people, mm. they have a mental problem. Mm. And it's okay to talk about your feelings. Yeah. Maybe today we've not gone deeper into our feelings. Mm. 
but <laughs> is that something <laughs> matter for this podcast <laughs> feelings <laughs> i don't know but for me it's mental health yes. it matters Thank you very much for listening to us. Subscribe to Jengana Podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And also, you can catch more shows on acute.co.ke. Thank you very much. And the rain was beating us very hard. <laughs>